What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Zach and Bashir podcast. This is our part two of our now decided three-part 2020 recap series. We're going on the podcast bender here. This is insane. Yes. We, you know, have some catching up to do. We've done some relaxation. So, you know, we only know how to go hard. (laughs) It's like a light switch. It's only on or off. You know, we were talking about spectrums on the show, but not for us. You know, we are black and white. Mm -hmm. You know, it's we go or we don't. Yes. And we are going now. So this is our second part. Third part should be coming out low key tomorrow. I know that's kind of big Let's for me to say, right? Like, cross our fingers. <laughs> you but guys know how we roll. Tomorrow, you know. <laughs> but no, no, we feel pretty good about it. Anyways, Zach, how are you doing on this? What's today? The second or third day? The third day of the year. On the third day of the year. Thing, bro. I'm doing incredible. It's been so far an incredible year. Um, this morning, I woke up to a beautiful text from Bashir said. Hey, are we still podcasting? But it was like an hour ago, and I was like, mm. I called him. I said, Yeah, bro, I just woke up. But I ended up making mm. a run with my friend Jesse, and then once we got back to our neighborhood, Jacob, we saw Jacob, my other friend, and then we all went and went yeah, for ooh. a swim, and we dipped in the ocean. Ooh. Huge waves. Like, I wanted to go surfing, but it was like aggressively huge waves, like a little bit over my head. Wow. To the point where I was like, yeah, I'd rather just like not die today, actually. So I didn't. <laughs> no way! You you took the day off, Bro, Zach? No they were way! Huge, like so gnarly because they didn't even like break well. It's too. five to eight, right? Yeah, five to eight. So, you know, some of those waves coming through, I was like, yeah, you could die on that pretty easily, actually. But yeah, Dang. how many people are out there? On Bro, the there were like. like that? 40 or 50 people out in my site. So there were like enough people out to be substantial. Okay. But, bro, so scary. Like, because the waves weren't breaking great. Like, they're big, but they didn't break right. So I saw these guys just like take these waves and just get sucked Mm. up. Like, and these are like good surfers. Sucked up. Like, bro, that's (laughs) when I realized, yeah, I don't think I'm going out today. Like, these guys are like good and they're getting destroyed. Like, I didn't didn't see a single person doing it well. So I was like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, oh, bro. Shoot. It was one of oh, those shoot. days. What about you, bro? What have you been up to at Tech? You're back at school? What a wild thing. Yes. I just pulled up, so I'm at Tech. I just pulled up last night. Um, I actually had driven almost an hour and realized I forgot, like, the number one most important thing at home, and that was my laptop. No way. Yeah, so I ended up getting to Tech at, like, 11.20 last no night. No way. Yes, yes. So, I, you know, I went to bed, woke up, packed everything. Like, Zach kind of touched on it, but basically, this man Zach has a severe, severe problem, and that is alarms do not wake him up (laughs) at all, (laughs) at all, at all, at all, because we were going to podcast at, like, 10 my time, and my man was up at, like, 11.30 my time. (laughs) No, no, okay, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so, but honestly, it didn't matter, like, unpacking after not being back for a while takes a good amount of time. So I just unpacked everything, got some food, got some smoothies. You know, I'm trying to eat a little bit healthier. Oh, yeah. At least healthier than December because I yeah. was not eating great in December. <laughs> and no one's back yet. Like, no one really is back. But after this podcast, I think people will start trickling in, and we'll see what happens. That'll be super interesting. It Getting back to school fire. with the squad. With the squad. I know. I, it's, it's hard because I've been not at school for a long time. Yeah. For a long time, you know, if you know. <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. So it'll be weird getting back into the swing of things. But luckily, 
like school school itself is actually basically meaningless in the 2020 to 2021 school year yeah are you sad that this is like potentially one of your last semesters um yes and no like Like especially attack like with these same people i guess yeah no 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 that's like it's exactly it but i have kind of gotten like one thing i'm able to do is you know not dwell on the sadness of things ending if that makes sense Mm -hmm. because like if you're someone that always is really sad about things ending i just find at least if that when that was me that's a hard life to live because especially my earlier years in college i had like Zach knows, like, a long-distance girlfriend, so every time we're hanging out, you know, if I'm just thinking about all day, like, I'm about to go in eight hours and not see her for months, that ruins the whole date. Yeah. Like, a senior in high school, it's the same thing. Even if you're not a senior in college, uh, freshman year, sophomore year, junior year, every year is the last year you have with those certain set of people. Things, like, won't be the same. People are graduating, people are coming in. So, for me, like... I can't always be down about things that are ending because at any given point, anything is ending. So like, so I don't, I don't necessarily, I'm not immune to it, but I don't really think about it as much. It's just, you know, it's, it's the way of the world, you know, some things end, some things start. You can't really get in your bag about it because you'll just be in your bag perpetually. Bro. And inevitably, like as life goes, life ends. So like, if you're always dwelling on the ending, then I mean... That's not probably the most productive thing to do. Exactly, because something's always ending. Did you, bro, did you see my story yesterday with uh, Africa's Deadliest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was funny. <laughs> um, <Bro. laughs> I think I might start watching uh, these nature shows because I think it's actually really good to watch. I actually was not joking. It was too goofy. When I saw the story, I was like, shit, bro. <laughs> I was like, I know, what is what happening? Because <laughs> <laughs> even though, I mean, one... One of my things for 2021 is I enjoy being goofy on social media. So yeah. I just knew it would be hilarious. Also, there's some truth to it, Zach. You got to watch some of these shows, man. It could change your life. <laughs> I'm so serious. Bro, maybe I'll just start watching some Africa's Wildest. Some Africa's Wildest. So for people listening, it's basically a show. You know, it's just like a planet Earth with animals. But it's, it's powerful because... Zach, the one thing is, like, I'll, I'll be watching it, right? And, you know, the lions will be trying to eat whoever, right? Yeah, yeah. And when they kill whatever animal it is, you feel sad for the animal. Yeah. But then you realize if the animal doesn't die, then the lion dies. True. So you realize, like, there's some things in life that are just part of life. Like, just like how some animal in the Sahara Desert has to die on a given Tuesday so that the others live. Sometimes your college semester ends, and sometimes 2021 ends, and, like, it's just the way the world works. I was serious. Wow, drawing analogies from animal shows. That's a that's mm-hmm. a new level, bro. That's a new level. Thank You're you. really admiring nature and just nature putting it into context for us normal people. This is just phenomenal. I know, I know. I'm basically like a zoologist at this point. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you might have to change your major at this point. I, I already did. I already did. But, 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 but. <laughs> that's the next story that comes after it. Yo, guys, just change a major. Like, you know, now we're going into zoology. I'm a big, big Dude, you animal wouldn't, guy. Cause, Zach, because you could kind of, because you can take videos and stuff. You wouldn't go out into Africa or wherever for two years trying to film some orangutans. Um, 
I don't know about that one, bro. Because I, I think, that, bro, they said bro. some of the shots took four years to oh get. Oh my gosh, four That's years, like intense. You know, I I just don't know if mm-hmm. I have that level of commitment to the shot, bro. I'm more about the yeah. volume. I think. I think I'm more about you know, the personal, the interaction, the the human. You know, like waiting four years for the a compu- shot is a long time to be sitting behind the camera. Like you have to replace the battery a bunch in that time. You know. <laughs> Facts. Speaking of that, how has the daily vlogging been going? Bro, I've actually been building up. Like, I've been preparing for it pretty hard. Like, I wanted to start on the mm-hmm. first of the year, but because of a video I have to get out first, it's been a little bit more difficult. Um, and on top of that, just, like, getting resettled in to, like, build my structure for, like, doing work and, like, all those things. So, like, yeah. today is, like, basically continuing to build. And I think the first video is going to come out on Monday, being tomorrow. And then from there on, it should just continue. So... So what footage have you taken? Which days have you filmed? So today like, is going to be the first day. First? Like I'm actually going to film the first day today because I was working uh. so hard on like the other video and like having to get approval on it and then like all this stuff. Um, but like basically I've just been thinking about like my structure and like how I'm actually going to do it. And like I am not completely sure on my timeline of everything, but for a second there I was trying to like mm-hmm. rush it into like today or yesterday but then I realized, like, I can't start it off, like, rushed and in this hectic way. Like, I need to form, like, a, a good schedule for this. So, I'm pretty sure I'm going right. to, after this, I'm just going to record during the day. And then I'm going to edit at night. Like, I'm going to start that at night and then finish early in the morning tomorrow and then post it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to repeat that cycle you- for the next uh, however long. Yeah. <laughs> right. Do you have a... Uh- do you have like a plan for how you're gonna record it? Mm-hmm. Are you just gonna follow kind of the things you do? Or are you just gonna um, like? Does that make sense? Are you just gonna follow along through your day? Or are you gonna try and set things? Um, up? it just depends. Like, I think typically I'll try and set things up because I want to like put my effort into recording them. Like, I don't want it to just be like, oh, what am I doing today? Like, let me just sit around. Yeah. Like, I want it to be like, here's the story for the day. Like, we're going to paint the van orange today. You know, like, I feel like I kind of want to create a storyline and a narrative every day. But obviously, some days, like, I'll just be too bogged down to do that. And in those days, I'll just kind of, like, follow myself along. Because, like, if it's a hectic day in which I don't have time to do that, then inevitably, it'll be, like, probably a pretty cool day. There'll be some content. Right, exactly. So, like, that's kind of my idea for it. Like, if I don't have freedom to just create a story, there will be a story naturally then. And I've been trying to frame everything in the context of it. Like, I saw the axe in my van, and I was like, wow, that could be a good story for the vlog. I remember the van got mm-hmm. robbed. I was like, that could be a good story for the vlog. I could paint the van. That could be a good story for the vlog. Getting the turf out of here could be a good story for the vlog. Like, turfing my backyard yes. or back area. Because it's not a yard. <laughs> but, yeah. So. I feel like that, bro, that might make – it might be nice because it really will give you – kind of guidance on things to do in a day like it might provide you some structure definitely no that's what i've been thinking even though you're living the freest life possible like you do get to do kind of whatever you feel like each day but it might be nice to be like okay let me set this story up for the yeah day. right right that's what i was kind of thinking like it gives the day some like purpose and some fun almost mm-hmm. because like if you live with complete freedom sometimes you forget to do things that are fun you know like yeah. <laughs> like yeah, it's so no, easy. For sure. it's like when you're on summer break, like you mostly just hang out at home and get bored. Like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yes. but that's every day. So like at some point you have to like create something for yourself or you're just going to be sitting on your phone or something. Exactly. Exactly. Also to start the year, I, uh, 
I basically like cleared out my phone heavy. Like all the pictures or just like the heavy. apps or the the what? Oh no, not the pictures. I like the pictures. <laughs> uh, so I cleared out a bunch of I cleared out a bunch of apps. I sadly so sadly deleted TikTok cuz TikTok is fire. <laughs> TikTok is I'm so proud of you fire. This year. It's I important. I um thank you. I made a new Twitter account that only follows Bleach Report and Sports Center. You've been talking about that for so long. I know. I know. I've been talking about it for so long, but I figured out a good way to do it. Twitter has some sort of list feature so that it like gets rid of all the ads and stuff on your timeline. Oh, really? Yes, and it curates it and all that. Wow. So not only does the account only follow that, there's a list of only that. So I can't even go on Twitter. Like my Twitter time, I've had it for two days, has just been shot in the ankles. <laughs> I can't even like – things don't update for like two hours. I'm yeah. like, okay, I guess I know the – um, oh, I guess the reason I did that for the people, for the audience, is that a primary reason, I feel like a lot of these apps in general, a lot of social media apps, people don't use Facebook or Instagram because they post all the time or they like all the features. I think it's mainly like people like one feature and it brings them to the app. And when you're on the app, you do everything. Yeah. So like I love sports and I like being updated on sports and news. And that's why I use Twitter. But you can't be on Twitter and not be exposed to all the other, like, BS and stuff. True. So, I just made a Twitter that only follows sports. Not, like... That's a beautiful so thing. So, now I'm just on it, and I get to see what I want to see. Bro, I don't know and why so I'm far, addicted very to effective. Instagram, then. <laughs> Based on yeah, that. what what is... Uh, actually, no. I know why you're addicted to this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Chill tell. out. Chill out. Chill out. I didn't even say anything. I didn't I, even say I anything. know what you're thinking, but that wasn't what I was thinking. All right, then you got to say it. Then Bro, you got to no. say it. I, it's okay. too late. Say what it's you were thinking late. just so no, I can no, affirm. No, no, no. You say what you were thinking. But she was Go thinking ahead. so I can look at cute girls. Am I not yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. Nah, for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why... That's why your watch time spikes in summer. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. I, I actually can't figure out why. I did recently follow many more cute girls just to ramp up mm. my timeline, you know, because it's getting a little lame, you know, just a little right, too many right. ads, a little bit too much right. other stuff. But I don't know. I think I look at it for design. Like, I just follow a lot of accounts that repost, like, interesting designs and, like, uh, mm-hmm. design-based things. And I also follow cute girls. So basically my eyes are just saturated with cute girls and like cool designs. Interesting. Would you say, okay, here's another possible feature that could be why you use it. What would you say about, cause obviously part of it is your business. Like you post on your yeah. story to a higher amount than like the average person or uh, even just post in general. Truth. Could that be a feature that they have that keeps you coming back? But compare that to like before you were using Instagram to kind of grow your brand in general. Yeah, I think that like, uh, you know, I do definitely use it for business. So it does help grow the brand to like post more, uh, but also like, you know, updating the brand accounts, and all that stuff and like being able to message on there and connect like that definitely is something that draws me back because like it is actually a hub for business, like mm-hmm. in my space, I guess. But right. I, don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but, it, it is. It is bumping in the influencer space. Right, right, right. People Instagram in general is fire. I mean, I do like Instagram a lot. Bro, Instagram's <laughs> like your resume, your portfolio. It's like, That's what, I say. what mm-hmm. do you do? And people look at your Instagram and they say, Bashir, you, you I out, out in California looks like wearing no shirt. The oh, throwback. Relax, relax. Relax with the throwback. <laughs> relax. No, I agree. Dude, I tell my friends here because um, my roommate here loves Twitter and we were on a run. He's like, Twitter is so over Instagram. And I was telling him, like, not at all. Twitter is a social media, and it's pretty cool for for social media purposes. 
But as a entity, I find that people exist on Instagram. Like you're online, yeah. like exactly like you said, resume exists on Instagram. Like your Instagram is who you are online. Literally. And then there's all the other stuff. I cannot agree more. Like that's so facts. It's it's weird that it is that way. And like, mm. I wonder if Instagram intended it to be that way, but it really yeah. has become that where that's like your, your fallback. It's like, okay, now let me follow you on Instagram. Like, let's connect. Like that's, right, I think it's right. what Facebook was meant to be almost. Right. Like Facebook or maybe, was maybe even what Facebook know? is for a different generation. Like not really our generation is on Facebook. They've just stretched but, so far, you know? I don't, I don't yeah. know. Okay. We got deep into this. We have an important topic to address though. We yes, have we to do. do our favorites of 2020. Yes, we do. This yes, is an annual event, and this is the time of the year that we do annual events. <laughs> <laughs> With that beautiful wordplay, yeah, thank let's, you. let's begin. All right, okay, okay. So basically, we have a couple you know, prompts here, our favorite things of the year, so that we can come back to this podcast decades from now, hundreds of millions of thousands of decades from now, and know everything we needed to know about the year in this beautiful 45-minute podcast. Definitely. So when the Martians Zach, land, they can find out what us humans liked in 2020. And if it wasn't on this podcast, Martians, if y'all are listening, like, don't bother searching anymore. If it wasn't mentioned in this podcast, then that's all you need to know. It probably wasn't heat then. It probably wasn't heat. Oh, one thing that won't be mentioned... But I guess if you're a Martian, there was a global pandemic. That was important for the year 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not in any of these categories. Okay, Zach, let's start kind of simple. Let's start kind of simple. For sure. What can you, what's your favorite movie slash TV show? I'll say slash because I know you don't consume Mm, that much mm. media. Of 2020, what was your favorite? Yeah, I mean, there's a short list. It's a very short list. Uh, Mm. But I would say that, you know, the one show that I watched was Abstract. And, like, if you haven't watched it, it's basically a show about design and just a bunch of really great designers like Tinker Hatfield, who designed the Jordans, and, like, a bunch of other great designers, like, basically came on and just talked about design and the way that they went about designing things, which was pretty, like, inspiring. But then on the mm. movie side, Holiday, I watched it recently. It's a rom-com. I no love way. Bro, no yes, way. yes, yes. You watched Holiday? Yeah, you know when <laughs> I was back home, I was bored at night. Like, 1.30 a.m. I started this movie, went to bed at 4, bro. Like, whew. No Holiday way. Holiday was good. I, I was hooked, bro. I couldn't turn it off. I wanted to go to no, bed. No, what? Was it was okay. <laughs> no, it was like the worst acting ever. But I just have a thing for, like, rom-coms. It was, like, the only yeah. one I really watched this year. So I was, like, in love with it. I was like, damn. I'm like, that was so cute. That's a I don't know. I just That's I want hilarious. a part of that. <laughs> yeah. Find uh, find my man Zach a holiday. Everybody find him a holiday. Find me a holiday, please, please, okay. please. Was, what about you? I, I haven't seen I haven't seen abstract, but I have seen holiday. I was impressed you had that much culture in you. Oh, it was number you, one man. on Netflix for a while. Just so Zach has really tapped in with the people. Oh, what can okay. I say? What can I say? <laughs> favorite favorite TV show? I gotta say Outer Banks, y'all. Oh, like, I I almost knew that was coming. It was different. Outer Banks was super different. It was crazy. Way start of the year. Uh, Movie-wise, most of the movies came on Netflix because, you know, we weren't watching it. I'll say The Social Dilemma right Mm. again. Um, It's just interesting. It's a good movie. I like documentaries. Uh, And that's before all the hype around it and however you might feel how accurate it is. I thought it was a good movie. So that is what I would say for movies and TV shows. And that's why Bashir deleted all the apps on his phone. I'm, there is probably a correlation. I can't even lie to you. There's probably a correlation. All right. The next one, Zach. Okay. Favorite book. Favorite book of the year. You know, as you guys know, big book year. 
But mm, two simple ones, two simple ones. Stillness is the Key by Ryan Holiday. And then The Third Door by Alex Benign. Both incredible books and both pretty similar because they both talk about business, but portrayed in mm. a different way. Like Stillness is the Key is more like a conceptual book around philosophies that you should apply to your life to help live right. a better life, which can be applied to business. And then the third door is just the quest to interview Bill Gates by Alex Benign from a first person perspective. And it was just really cool because he followed this incredible path. And I, I talk about this book a lot, but both of those books were just super foundational right. to the year. And the third door I read for the second time. And it was just great to come back to and to get a new perspective on the book and have it apply a lot more, honestly. But those are my two. What about you? I was gonna say like I thought you read the third door a while ago. Yeah, I think I might have said it last year as my favorite book <laughs> oh my. But like run no, it back like I'll, I'll, I'll say no, it next Zach, year too, you put bro me on. Yeah, you put me on it is good. I did read it in December. Yeah, okay Making my books different from Zach. I'll say the alchemist mm. is one and The trick to making money is having some by like Stuart Wilde. I don't know who made the alchemist a Portuguese dude Yeah, uh Quickly the alchemist is just like a story you know, it's just like a story, yeah. but it's kind of like a fable, you know, fables are those stories where there's a bunch of lessons in them. So that's what it is. And the lessons are business slash life related. It's really lesson that can be applied to anything. And the story itself was so fire. Yeah. So, so fire. That's why I said that the other book by Stuart Wilde, it was just, I read it cause I thought it was going to be a business book. You know, the title has money in it. Yeah. I mean, but it, it was just a lot of principles. <laughs> yeah. It was just a lot of random principles that you can apply to your life. And it took it went in wild directions. Very mm. interesting read. So those were my two for the year. Both of those were read and started in the year. Wow. The Alchemist is super short. And Bashir anyone... put me on to The Alchemist. I have it on my yes. table right now. And apparently it's yes. actually a super well-known book because yeah. I was hanging out with my friend Emmy yesterday. And basically we were talking about books. I know it sounds pretty mm-hmm. nerdy, right? But right. she hadn't I seen my place. And so she was seeing all my books I had around. And she was like, have you read The Alchemist? I said, no way, you know, The Alchemist. And she was like, yeah, "Yeah, like it super made me make the decision to take a gap year. Like it helped influence me to take a gap year and then do what I'm doing now, which she runs like a super successful charcuterie board business. So we're going to have to have her on the podcast. At Sophisticated Spreads, plug. At Sophisticated Spreads, plug. But I was like, whoa, like if. It had mm-hmm. that impact on you and like Bashir and like also my sister's boyfriend Zach. I was like, whoa, I guess I really yeah. need to read this like ASAP. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is crazy. It's actually a fire. It's definitely my favorite book of the year. It's a fire, fire book. Wow. It's wow. actually incredible. Okay. When you read it, Zach, we'll talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll have a book club. Like, be like, everybody that listens, please get this book and then um, we'll talk about it. <laughs> yes, to prepare y'all though, we'll say like the title will be Nerds Only. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so y'all, y'all won't be blindsided. <laughs> okay, True. moving on with the with the media. You know, I gotta be in charge of the the media. So For I'm sure. going through all the media. Zach, what was the song? What was the song Ooh. of the year? I kind of remember your answer from last year. I don't fully remember. It's something I didn't listen to. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. <laughs> what For sure. is your song of the year? Well, should I say according to Spotify Wrapped or like personally? Personally, the Spotify wrapped, you know, what you listen to the most isn't always, in a weird way, your favorite song. Sometimes it was just a wave for like three days. Yeah, yeah. No, see, like, I will say my Spotify rap song just because it is a statement piece of my year. Like, I really did 
listen to the song a lot and throughout the entire year like it was like segmented throughout the entire year and it just mm-hmm. hits me different at different points of the year but brings me back to all those different points and mm. i don't know if it comes out at a certain like phase like i feel like it's not at a low or at a high it's more so in this like weird in between space where i'm right. like a little bit more confused and mm-hmm. i don't know like it's just a really great song except like it's not that applicable, but it's called "Smoking Problems Away" by Crispy D, and it's so funny because the song has like two million streams, and I'm probably like five hundred thousand of them. Like it's so <laughs> funny because like this song is super unknown, and I just listen mm-hmm. to it like all the time. Like I, there's something to like the the rhythm of it that I just am like, wow, like this is great. Interesting. Yeah. So have I heard it? Have you played it? Like. Have I been? I don't even know if I know that song. I mean, like I assume, but also I'm like I don't really know. You know, who knows? I feel like maybe in the van at some point. Right. But yeah. Right. Okay, yeah. I'll check it out. I'll and Juice out. World. Right. I have to say, Juice World largely. And Juice World as the artist. This year. Okay. Yes. Okay. Zach turned you? into a Juice World fiend. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. So I'm not gonna say my Spotify rap because one, the song didn't come out in 2020. And two, I disagree with it. Like, I like that song, but I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why it was up there. Um, I got to say, my song of the year might be something like Florida, Dominic Fike. Ooh, it was just fire. Yes, fire. Yes. Or you could go After Hours the Weekend. I guess for me, it depends on what mood I'm in, you know. Yours said you kind of hit, like, kind of both. For me, depending on the mood I'm currently in, makes me reflect differently on different songs so that's why i would say like one of those two something up there a little uzi there yeah. was a lot of fire this year it was a pretty good it was a pretty good year for music definitely definitely mm. yes but that should be all the media zach i know you have some other questions what what are the categories we're going through on this rap oh, 2020 for sure rap? for sure should I hit some more, like, the really deep ones, like, at the bottom of the list? Or do you want to hear, like, a, a intermediate? Like, we let's, never let's take us, Let's take us to the, to the intermediate, you know, the middle. Because oh, I think sure. we, got a, we got a pretty heat. For sure. What is a funny memory from this year? A funny memory. Oh, a funny memory. Yeah. Okay, okay. This one, like a good one. There, was, there was so many. Yeah. But I had to be careful because I feel like a lot of funny memories that have happened. We've talked about on the podcast. I didn't want to yeah, repeat too many. Yeah, for sure. So this is one that's clearly not on the podcast. And you'll know instantly right when I say it. <laughs> um, but basically, this is when I was in California. It was me, Zach, Tristan, and Drew, all the oh, boys. Good times. At In-N-Out, we were eating some burgers outside. And... Uh, I know. (laughs) (laughs) There there had been this girl in the In N Out in the line. And she was very, very cute. Highly cute. But she was with another dude, you know. And so me and Tristan, the two single guys, well I guess Zach is single, but Zach is always doing his own thing. Um, (laughs) We're like, dang, like she's so cute. But she's with a guy, so we just we just let her rock. We go outside, we're eating these burgers, and I'm like, hey Tristan, like you should, you should go say what's up to that girl. You should spit some game. He's like, dude, he, she's with a girl. Or she's with a dude. I'm like, no, man, that's actually your brother. Uh, I was standing by them. She said, thanks, big bro. The dude said, dad wants us to be home at this time. She said, mom make, said, make sure you get this. That's definitely your brother. She was like, really? I'm like, yeah, man. So you should, you know, go get her number or something. She's cute. Yeah. And I'm for I'm like really pressing Tristan to do this. Like he doesn't want to. I'm like Tristan, come on, man, come on. Remember, you didn't talk to that other girl earlier today, oh, man. God. You're already at negative one. And after I hit him with that for like ten minutes, all me was like, okay, on the way out, I got it. So Zach comes down, 
And I tell him, like, me and Zach go off to the side. I tell him that this girl clearly has, like, <laughs> that's not her brother. I did not hear any of the stuff I said I heard. It's yeah. clearly her boyfriend. Like, they were hugging in the place. So I'm like, move over, move over. So Tristan gets up, and I don't know if he's going to do it. That's That yeah, added yeah. to the funniest. I didn't think he's going to do it. And I see him walk over. So I kind of, like, step to the side of the table so I'm near him. Because, you know, this is L.A. I don't want things to go super south of my yeah, man. Yeah. Like, and him to be alone. So I'm there trying to listen to see if he needs backup. And Tristan goes up. He's like, hey, excuse me. Like, he goes to the girl. Hey, excuse me. She's with her guy. Do you have a boyfriend? Like, are you single? <laughs> Dude instantly looks at him and says, no, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> and I start crying. Bro, it was and Tristan just funniest. instantly turns away. He just turned so quickly. He was like, we out. <laughs> he, he didn't say, he didn't say, oh, my bad, anything. He just turned. And I came over like, Tristan, uh, why would you believe anything I just said? She's right. clearly her boyfriend. Right. Oh and the God. funniest part about this whole story was that for me, I basically just was outside because I didn't wear a mask. So I didn't know anything about this. Until they came out and they had the orders, all that stuff. And Bashir was like, yeah, you should ask her. And I was like, who? Like, who is this girl? And I look behind me. I'm like, I look over the couple because it looked like a boot up couple. I was like, there's no girls behind us. What do you mean? And they're like, no, the table right next Mm -hmm. to us. And then Bashir goes into a lie about them being family members. And I was like, I was like, oh. But then I look at them again. I'm like, wait, like, they don't look anything alike. I was like, this is weird. So we go to the trash can to dump our trash and like, this is when Bashir told me, and I immediately was like, no way. Because Tristan came up like three seconds later, and he was like, he's like, bro, I think I'm going to do it. And I was like, ooh. I, like, I was like holding it in. I ran away because he started walking up. I just ran away. Like, Bashir yeah. stayed close. Like, I ran because I couldn't hold it in. The awkwardness he was left. too funny. Oh, my gosh. It, it was, was so that, funny. like, the moment Bashir started telling so us, I just knew it was the top story of the year. Like, I don't think I can top that at all. It was so funny. Okay, well, what what is your funniest memory, Zach? What is a funny memory? Mine's not going to top that, but a super funny memory was when we were traveling across the country with Sleepy Cole, you know, the good old days. (laughs) Anybody listen to the podcast will know Sleepy Cole. Uh, Come on, y'all got to (laughs) know. Basically, we've been traveling around the country for like a month, and we were in Boulder. We left at like 9 o'clock at night to head home. We were going to drive for 24 hours straight and make it home, and... You know, I'm like, okay, sick. And this story's like not that funny, but it's just more funny for us because, like, looking back, it's just like this is so silly. So we, Bashir and I take long turns. Like, I think I started driving, and Bashir took a little nap, and then Bashir drove through the night. Oh no, no, no! no, no. I, you bro, started, I started, I started, and continued while I took a nap, going. and Cole was sleeping in the back or something. Regardless, yeah. I wake up, you know. It's like 6 a.m. I take my shift. Bashir goes to sleep. Cole's there chilling. Mm-hmm. You know, I drive for like 11 hours straight. And then we're like, yeah. you know, maybe six, seven hours mm-hmm. out. And Bashir takes a turn at the wheel. He starts going. Yes, and sir. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> like, you know, we're going. I'm like, I'm chilling up at, at the front. We're getting pretty tired. But, you know, we have tons of coffee to keep it's it pretty, going. It got, it pretty, got pretty hard. hard. Yeah. We entered Virginia. And at that point, like, Bashir and I had both been up for like, I mean, we slept in the van, but, like, sleep in the van while it's driving is kind of, like, a, a loose term. Like, it's the most turbulent sleep you'll ever have. It's, like, worse than sleeping on a plane. And so you could say we slept, but also, like, eh, like not really. And so basically, um, you know, I'm, 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 like, sitting there with Bashir, and we're kind of, like, 
not hallucinating, but we're like, we're not the most coherent we've ever been. We're almost hallucinating for <laughs> yeah. sure, for sure. And we continue driving through Virginia, and we hit the home stretch, like the last one hour from Charlottesville to Richmond. And basically, this is like a stretch that's just straight. Like, you just go. It's so easy. There's nothing. And the hardest part was that we saw a deer. And I don't know if we really saw the deer, but there are a lot of deer in that area. And then we started seeing a lot of deer. But I couldn't tell what percentage of these deer were real and fake. <laughs> And, I know. And I know. our friend Cole had not driven this entire month. This entire not month. Not one lick. Not one lick. And he pops up after not drinking, like, lick. our last Red Bull, you know, finishing up all of our supplies of caffeine while we needed it. And he says, yo, guys, I'm pretty uh-huh. awake. Can I drive now? Like, do you want me to drive? And we're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> we just literally were like, what? <laughs> yo, we had dri- driven dozens of hours at Bro, this point. We had each driven like 5,000 miles on this trip. Oh, my and God. And Cole comes up and says, can I drive? And we're like, in the last hour at 3 a.m.? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> and he had never driven. Like, who was going to teach him? I don't know. Right. How like, was he going to learn? At, and we were like delusional, but we both looked at each other. We were like, what? <laughs> and so mm-hmm. for us, this was just the funniest, like, thing I felt like. I felt like we both had this, like, like mental connection where we were like what the heck did this dude just say <laughs> sleepy gold coming up from the trenches to drive in the last hour <laughs> bro and it was just it just, no. it just still remains as one of the funniest moments because cole never ended up driving on that trip but when he came out Mm-mm. in the cracks in the woodwork it was it was a little too late <laughs> it was a little that's exactly what it was like it was so oh my god the whole 24 hours had been wild and then that moment kind of like captured it all. It was just nutty. <laughs> nutty. Nutty is the term I would go with. Just nutty. Just nutty. But that trip, okay, that trip kind of ties into still in the intermediate, but you know, pushing, pushing the boundaries a little bit, Zach. What are the highs? And then we'll go into lows of the year. So what was sure. your high of the year? A high moment, a high whatever. And then we'll say what was a low. So give mm. me your high and your low. So I have a couple highs because this year I had just so many moments where I was like, I think I peaked. Like I said this on the podcast, I like peak a lot, but um, like I think the first of the year was like the trip down the coast with Cole was so incredible. And it was my first time in Santa Barbara and like just the like party we went to and all the stuff that happened, like set the foundation for so many beautiful friendships that like blossomed over the year. And so that was just such a phenomenal night in Santa Barbara. And then, like, the surf trip that resulted off of, like, just so many good things happened in that time period. And then the Nike event where they flew me out for their, like, Crazy. unveiling of basically their 2020 collection where, like, Drake, Travis right. Scott, all these crazy designers were there. Are you even allowed to say that word, Nike, anymore? Either? I don't know, but I, I I would say, like, I could talk about a past event. Like, you know, I don't true, know. True. I don't know. But, you know, that was pretty cool. And then on top of that, like, uh, moving into my place in L.A. with Tyler, like, it was just so special to have, like, travel with Tyler and then, like, the first night, Tyler and I just crashing in the crib, like, sleeping on the floor, like, mattresses on the floor. Wow. It was just, like, so cool because it was, like, my first place. And it was cool because the culmination of, like, our travels, like, we started in Venice. We went out to Utah. We moved to the hills. Like, all this stuff to culminate back to Venice where we started, like, in a way different place, in a way better situation. It was just, like, really special. 
And then, yeah, those, yeah, so those were like a lot. There were a lot of highs. Like, I felt like there were so many good but things. But still, for sure. And then, like, the last month of the year was just really fun. But then the low, Crazy. I would say, not in a negative way, but like, because, like, this will sound a little bit bad because I was with my friends, which was incredible. But the whole, like, I already know what you'll say, bro. Go bro, ahead just being it. home <laughs> for quarantine yeah. was like a little bit rough because, I don't know, just being home, especially after this most recent trip. I just realized how mm-hmm. much of a negative impact it has on my my workflow, my desire to work, yeah. my everything. Like I don't know, it just I don't feel I don't know, it's just a weird thing there. And I just like go on my phone a lot more and I don't know, it's just Yeah, for sure, know. for sure. But it was fun hanging with friends so much. No, 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 but that's fair. Like home is just different. Like you don't operate at home anymore. Right. Like you personally don't operate at home yeah and then you're just kind of thrown there almost stranded there yeah almost stranded there honestly almost Almost. what about you (laughs) but no those are really good okay let me see um for me okay so for me the one i'll just say one high like i felt like this is a moment not necessarily like a peak like high like oh like nothing got better after this or it was just like a great moment is on that trip how we just described that first leg of the trip was probably like a one of the highs of the Mm. year because, like, for a few hours there, we were just talking. We I just felt like we talked about really good stuff. Yeah. Even though we did that the other time on the way out. But anyways, we talked about really good stuff. But the number one singular moment that I can remember to, like, a handful of seconds is I think you're in the back. It's me and Cole. We're driving across Kansas. We're just hitting it. The sun is slowly coming mm. up, right? I'm getting kind of tired. It's probably five. And I'm playing Hopeless by Khalid, which Cole <laughs> had just put me onto, Like... I was hating on Khalid. I really was hating. hating. And Cole said, you're tripping. This song is crazy. So I'm playing it. I'm like, wow. And me and Cole are just singing the song. 5 a.m. in Kansas. Van blaring. 82. No cars in sight. Mm. On repeat. We're just singing the song on repeat. Like, oh. Like, (laughs) I actually, I truly remember that moment. Every single time I hear the song, it was just, it was a very pure moment of the year. That's so sick. That's what I would say. Like, there was no... In that moment, we're just driving, we're just chilling, all the boys, like, singing. Very pure moment. So that was a high. A low would be, ooh, to the exact second, I would say, would be, like, when I got passed in the last 25 meters Mm. at ACC's to lose ACC's. That was a burial. That was so sad. Yeah. Because, like, I just, I, I physically, like, in both of the moments, I remember being there. You know how some memories you remember you and some you remember being yeah. there? I like I literally know everything that was going on, how my body felt, my the sounds, the smells in both those moments, which make them high and low. So those are my highs and lows for the year. Bro, screw that Notre Dame guy. Hey, 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 hey. But hey, hey, hey. He took my hey. man's title, bro. He, he took my man's it. title. But, you know, it's coming back. It's, we got, I got it. We're, we're it's coming come back to town. <laughs> But I okay. almost forgot about the van trip while considering the highs. I mean, that whole thing was so good. It was, yes. It was but, so good. But a high, like, so kind of sometimes requires a distilled moment. And it was kind of crazy right. how you had Cole come out at the start of the year. That was really wild, like, to really yeah. start the year. It was a crazy kickoff. Mm-hmm. Okay, another one. Still on the same thread is, Zach, what was an impactful moment for you this year? An impactful moment. An impactful moment. In like a big, like a moment, I don't know how else to say that, impacted you. <laughs> yeah. I think a very impactful moment was when Bashir was in town one time in the summer, 
and we were working on these projects and basically Ooh. we had to pull an all-nighter to yeah. get the project done that was a, oh. like <laughs> we had been up for like 12 hours and we realized that it was impossible to finish the project without putting in at least another 24 hours that in the next 24 wild. hours and so we're like whoa like this is this is problematic like how do we do this and it was crazy because like it was like a miracle happened we had ordered this like drink that like keeps you awake it's like a super strong coffee basically yeah and it it was taking forever to get there and like it was like it's like the more powerful red bull basically and we were like we need to chug these to like make it through the night facts and basically we get a knock at the door and i'm like weird i'm like drew everybody's already here like Mm -hmm. who's coming over like what so I open the door and these two kids are there, like just random like guy and girl. Never and seen like, before. I think we got your package. Never seen before. Like it felt like they just appeared out of thin air. And they're like, I think we got your package. Like I think it's from like like Kansas. Like it's super weird. And I was like, Yeah, for sure. Like, let me see this. And I take it in and we all just start freaking out because we're like, Oh <laughs> my gosh. Uh-huh. It's the drink. We were like, No way. Uh-huh. We're like, no way. Literally the night we needed to sit for the night we hours, needed it. The it night came. we needed it. Like, mm-hmm. bro. And just working then for the next twenty four hours on the machines. Yeah. Was just one of the most painful and soulless and awful things yeah. that I've ever done. And I think we but did it, it so the next impactful. night too. Didn't we do it the yeah, next time? Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. We did. We did. And it was one of the most impactful things because it just taught me so much about myself. Mm. I just like really saw the most painful moments. I was like, wow. Right. So what are and some of the things you learned about incredible. yourself? I'll continue. Yeah, like I just realized that, you know, so often we're so soft in work and in mm-hmm. things that we do. But like we needed to do this and we got it done. And so whenever like I'm working on a video and I'm like, oh, I need to take a break to like chill out. Like I'm going to be like, why don't I just do it? Like it makes no sense to not do it. And it also made me realize that all the days that we were putting off this, like we should have just been doing it head on like this way the entire time because it's always going to build up to that point. Like whenever I want to put something off and like just swipe on Instagram or whatever, I'm like, well, in about two hours, I'm going to be in the exact same position, if not worse. Yeah. Like, there's no reason to not do it right now. And so that and then realizing just how strong mentally, like, you can be and, like, what you can really put yourself through was just really impactful for also allowing me to shape, like, what I wanted in this new year and realizing that, you know, I want to do this while working on a, my personal brand and put this much energy into mm-hmm. something that reflects onto me. And that's kind of why I got the idea of the daily vlog because I was like, I need to be doing this for myself. Yeah. Like more so than just a random brand that exists in the world. Yes. Or know? just money in general. Right. Right. Like less for money and more for, you know, like something that I'm passionate about mm-hmm. and, you know, something that would feel good to sell your soul to. Yes. Yes. Dang. <laughs> having, bro, having been in the moment you're talking about, like your take on it, I really like a lot. I really like yeah. it. It's a great moment. Um, Definitely. I I guess I I was gonna say something about kind of my impactful moment being around then being around the business like making more than just you know a general part time amount of money was really impactful but I'll switch it to something else a really impactful moment like to a specific cup handful of seconds was actually so we went out to Cali twice thrice whatever we went to Cali a handful of times in summer the last time I was on a plane back. On a Saturday, you know, I had practice on that Monday. I was on the plane on yeah. Saturday. 
it was at the end of summer. It's like August 1st. I'm on this plane. Like, we have been living crazy for months now. Like, out of vans, yeah, yeah, out of yeah. cars, ran to people's houses. And I've been home for months. I have never been home that long. And I'm finally about to be back to school, and it's about to be there. And I'm sitting in this plane, and I remember just, like, looking out the window. The Dominic Fike album, the, the reason I love that album so much is because it happened to drop that corresponded to this moment, so it's all tied together. I'm listening. Mm. I had just had coffee, like, that, the same crazy coffee I had just had. I don't know why. So I'm up in this plane. I'm staring <laughs> out the window, headphones in. It's The music's going. It's really, like, a serene moment. And in that moment, I just reflect upon the entire summer. The entire summer. Yeah. Because I can't sleep. And I'm staring out the window, looking at, like, it's almost like it sounds so corny because I'm staring out the window in a plane, looking at all these buildings that look so small, and I'm analyzing things that I thought were big that turned out to be small, and, like, all the things that are important to me. And I'm looking back at the summer and how life-changing it was and how I'm back to go, how I'm about to go back to the life before the summer. And in that moment, like... Mm. A lot of things just spoke to me. I was like, wow, like this is truly crazy. This song, this yeah. album is fire. That was an impactful moment for me, which is a little bit less like concrete, like how it impacted me. But I think a lot of things just came to my mind that I try to just keep in my mind even now, even months after. Um, yeah. And it's not like as easy because I'm, you know, I'm not in a plane after coming back from a summer of traveling. <laughs> but that yeah. one moment of this year was definitely profound. Definitely. I remember you talking about it on the podcast a bit and mm-hmm, just like how exactly. put things into perspective. And yeah, I think that's huge. That's such a big moment. Like that's exactly. huge. Wow. That was good. Crazy. Bro, to continue the depth, bro, I've got a, I've got a good one for you. What was the biggest realization of 2020? Biggest realization. Oh, okay. This one actually I do have kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of, sort of. The law of affirmation. Like, a realization that, you know, when we had the first podcast on it, obviously we've talked about yes. a lot, so I'm not going to talk about it too much. The skeptic, Bashir. I was a skeptic. <laughs> I was a skeptic, and now I'm no longer a skeptic, and that happened during this year. Um, just to kind of... If you guys are interested in that, we did have a podcast on that, re- re-looking at it over summer. But now, just to go back into it, it I think that looking at things in terms of the law of affirmation, a little bit more energies, like... Sometimes things aren't that linear. Maybe it's, you know, like we put a lot of energy into that business and our business paid off. Um, yeah. And like we're not the best business people, but we put a lot of energy yeah. into it where maybe other people don't. And maybe that's why it doesn't pay off. I think going right. into this year, I'm going to think a lot more of what am I giving energy to? What is taking yeah. energy from me? What type of energy am I putting inside of me? What am I eating? What am I outputting? Things like that. And that all happened. I would never have said this 365 days ago. And that tied in with the law of affirmation is something I realized this year that I think can help my life. So that would definitely be a big realization looking back in 2020. I'd be like, okay, that's when I started to see the world a little bit differently. What about you? Dude, I love that. Yes. What am I giving energy to? I had to write that down. I was like, whoa. All right, bro. Whoa. Like I, I, like, I think about it, but I don't put it into, like, firm words like that. Yeah. What am I putting, giving energy to? Mm. Because... There are times where you're giving energy to things that don't really matter. And sometimes it's important to consider what you're giving energy to. I agree. And I think actually one of the more dangerous things, like that's, I think that's like a very clear one. A more dangerous thing is what are you doing that you're not really putting energy into? You're just doing it. Yeah. Like, like I've done projects, you know, when we were kind of trying to do Village and Dune, which is the old project and stuff. 
we were doing it, but like, were we putting our energy into it? Whatever. Yeah, it was a lot more half-hearted. It was a lot more. It was just like click, click, tap, tap, print this. It should work. We didn't put our soul. It would just be so easy. It's like if it's too easy, it won't work out. Like Mm -hmm. I don't think that. Like I was talking with Emmy yesterday, and you know she also has a successful business, all stuff. And she was like, "Yeah, like my partner wanted to get rich quick. Like she wanted it to just be easy." But, like, building a business is not easy. Like, Mm-mm. if you want true wealth, like, true money, like, it doesn't come off of a get-rich-quick scheme. Like, those don't exist. Like, mm-hmm. those are myths. Like, people want to make you believe that because then you buy into their thing and make them rich yeah. by doing their thing. Like, yeah. a true get-rich-quick scheme, like, almost does not exist unless you win the lottery or something Literally. like that. So, like... That is pretty profound. Let me know what you think about this. And then it'll go to you, but this goes really, really well with what you just said. You know, sometimes there's good things on TikTok. I saw this TikTok that was basically saying, like, you know how a big thing on the internet is helping you find your side hustle, you know? Yeah. There's so many people you can pay that'll teach you the side hustle that you can get into this class that'll teach you a side hustle or it'll be like, this can be your new side hustle. This dude was breaking it down and he's like, all that side hustle stuff is like, complete crap and he was like you don't even have to look into it you can just tell by the term side hustle because by saying side hustle what is what is that like when you think about your as they say in rap your side chick you know that's your girl that's not your like actual girl like she you know you just kind of talk to her people want to get rich quick off side hustles but how can you get rich quick off something that's not even your main focus true true like hustle the word hustle like when you hustle someone when you finesse someone means you earn something without necessarily like when I say, yeah, I hustled that dude. It's less of like, we had a fair exchange where I gave him this and he gave me that. It's more like I kind of, you know, squeezed through the lines and came out with something maybe I didn't deserve. Right. Which like people use the word hustle in different ways, but that is when you say you hustled someone in like billards, that's what it means. Like, yeah, you kind of cheated. So people like the term side. So it's not, it doesn't have to be your main focus, whatever you're doing. You don't have to try equally as hard in this new project hustle. You don't have to put the same amount of work in to get the output you want. You can kind of finesse, side hustle. Something you don't do with your full focus where you'll get way more rewards than you really should. That doesn't exist. And he's like, it, that term blows up on the internet because people see side hustle. Yeah. And obviously everyone wants that. But like, there's only work. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> that's not your side and it's not a hustle. There's only a business. You know? Right. Ace form facts. of income. That's facts. That's facts. Um, like I was spitting so truth. That goes with what you said. That Emmy's. Yeah, I was like, whoa. That's what you said. What Emmy just said. Like, there is no. You can put your half heart into something. Like, if you want to turn blank into your side hustle, no. Just like it's your business now. Right. Right. Mm. Yes. But okay. Like your realization. My realization was that although like I learned a lot about business and all this stuff, I think those are like pretty important, but I wanted my realization to be related to just like life in general. Um, I think my biggest realization was that I am ready to get into a relationship. You know, Mm. I just think that distinctly it's been enough time that I've been just playing around fooling around, whatever. And I think that (laughs) it is important for me to enter into a relationship at this age because Mm-hmm. I think that it's really good to develop my serious relationship repertoire because at this point, like, you know, I've had one serious girlfriend, but I was like a high school girlfriend. So like you could argue if it was serious, 
Uh, but I've never had yeah. a girlfriend in this stage of life where I have a place and like I am like pretty like established. So I feel like I need yeah. to learn this dynamic to then either get another girlfriend that will like eventually be like more than that or like something like that to develop my taste in girlfriends basically. So I think it, it would be yes. an important thing in 2021. And I was like not very hip to that in 2020. But this year I think like I'm going to aim to settle down a little bit. Settle down a little. Hey. <laughs> yes. That that would be it has been a while. Zach, you've been looking at like two years, bro. I know, bro. Yeah. I know. No, yeah, sure. I think I hit the three year mark recently. I mean, let me think about this. I think Ooh. bro, I think too, because it was around well, the same time. I broke up at the in fall of freshman year. Then, yeah, yeah October. two years, two it's, years, two years. Yeah, two years. I know my stuff. Come on, I know my true, stuff. True, 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 true. So I was in as long as I've been out. So now it's like yeah, now one to one ratio. You gotta even. Yeah. You gotta find balance. You gotta find balance. <laughs> right, right, right. So I think that'll be a big realization for the year. Bro, that's that's all the questions I have. Do you have any more? I think that's all. We've been running over. We've be been all. running over time. You know, just for this special episode. But. It got really fire. It I got fire. It got, really it got fire. A lot of lot of yeah. nuggets were dropped for sure. Like I was even taking notes, and I mm-hmm. thought I knew what was gonna come. But also some funny memories came out. Like mm-hmm. when the Martians come and listen to this, I think they'll get some good content for their ears or whatever they have. You know, maybe not ears. Zach, let's say the Martians come, and you know, there's only a fifty percent chance yeah. that will happen. If the Martians come, and their technology is not yeah. very advanced, and they can only listen to this podcast for mm. ten seconds. What are you? What do you want them to know about this year in ten seconds? Oh my gosh! A ten second recap of this year. What What do you want them to know about the year in ten seconds? It could be anything. Outer Banks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 That's a summary of like a third of the year for most people. Yeah, it was fire. That, that Outer Banks is running the world. Oh my god. I don't and know, Titan bro. You King might have too? to drop it, bro. I don't know. You You know. No, I have no idea. Me. I have no idea either. I just ask. Zach, like, you know me. I just ask questions that come to mind. I have no answer for them. If I could, if I could, if I could really sum it up, I would say there was a global pandemic and a lot of people had a bad year, but some people had really good years. Mm. That's actually exact, bro. I literally was about to say because I had just started thinking. I was gonna say, 2020 meant a lot of things to a lot of different people. Yeah. Which is not a great answer, but it's true. Like that's exactly what it was. Yeah. That Martians. That's what y'all gotta know that the year was crazy. <laughs> Martians. That is um, for you. But. <laughs> Yes, this was our second part of the three-part series. That's now a three-part series. It kind of just became a three-part solidifying series it now. in words, <laughs> solidifying it in words. Um, but thank y'all for listening. You know, we appreciate y'all listening. Hope y'all are having an intentional and good start of the year. As usual, guys. See you soon. Peace. Peace.